Welcome, folks, to the 11th episode of the Dudes Spankin' Dudes podcast. This is not a podcast about the history of buddy cop movies, nor does a podcast about the <laughs> hidden lives of zookeepers. <laughs> this is a podcast about dudes who are spanking dudes and dudes who are being spanked by dudes. And this podcast is hosted by two dudes. Hi, I'm Jake. Hey, Jake, this is Scott, also known as Red Spank Scott, and welcome, Jake, to the podcast. Thanks. I appreciate being here. Yeah, so um, some listeners may know Jake from his blog, uh, Quarter Time Confidential, that's at uh, quartertimeconfidential.blogspot.com or quartertimeconfidential.wordpress.com. I'll put links up on the uh, podcast description once I get it posted so people can link to it, but chances are you might have... You might have already been reading Jake's blog, and you might have actually found out about us from him rather than the other way around because he's interviewed uh, both myself and Brian for, for his blog. But in the event you're reaching us first, check him out. Now, I invited Jake on specifically uh, in response to uh, a lot of requests that we get, and I mentioned this in episode 10. Um, People really want to hear about a couple of elements of spanking play and spanking fantasies that are not really in my wheelhouse. And those are areas like domestic discipline, areas like age plays, concepts like daddies and boys, all of that. And this is all very much part of Jake's relationship with spanking. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I was I was it was interesting. I was drawn to your podcast because it. Was in a, it took what I felt I was writing in a different direction, uh, which was fine, and which I didn't actually see as uh, radically different because I know a lot of guys who are in your scene because of my experiences at Camp Red Tails and at other places and here in, at various spank parties, whether it's in D.C., L.A., or in London. Right. Yeah, so this um, – we're going to break – we're going to break the format a little bit for this one. Originally, I had planned, you know, we were going to do our real dude spanking, real dude section, and then our, our fantasy life of, spank, uh, of spanking. And the real dude section was going to be about domestic discipline in the real world. And then the fantasy section was going to be about the, about the whole age play and the daddy boy or the dad boy or, or whoever you want to describe that. Um, but, you know, when we were working this out for, uh, and talking to you and, you know, looking at how spanking and your fantasies, they all kind of seem combined. So we're just going to do this an episode where we talk about domestic discipline and the daddy boy fantasies. And we're going to end up kind of bouncing back and forth between these ideas because they, they kind of relate to each other as far as how you how's how your life and how spanking is part of your life. Right. Yeah, that can that can be very much the case. I mean, in order to get into the point of where you're at a, a full-on, real daddy-boy relationship, I think you experiment with different people. And yeah. in order to experiment with different people to see if they're the right daddy uh, or the rat boy, uh, I guess that's age play in part. Yeah. In part, right? I mean, you can't be in a daddy-boy reality show if, <laughs> if, you're, if you don't know who he is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's when you first meet, right? So it changes over time. Yeah, so, so let's start with – Let's start with the basic of domestic discipline, which is, um, in a way, it sort of feels like common sense, but I, I'd like to get a description of it from someone who really lives out a life of domestic discipline. What is domestic discipline? You know, when you first asked me that question, I thought to myself, how do I explain this like it's Webster's and I can't, I can't 
it's not <laughs> Webster's Dictionary, but for me, it's a relationship that's nested in a uh, uh, trust and love of a of a good, healthy dom sub relationship. So, with the added dimension of corporal punishment, and, and for lack of a better word, non corporal punishment punishment. So, like things like mouth soaping, line writing, corner time, humiliation, other elements that may or may not be spanking. That you know that may or may not involve spanking. Uh, many many DD relationships um, uh, are revolve around things like house rules and rules being broken. Like the rule, like two men's. First of all, mo- men are fairly equal as, when it comes to you know, unlike a man and a woman, uh, men are equal uh, power wise. The power dynamic tends to be equal, at least at least in my relationship. And if you don't establish rules, when those rules are broken, there are, the consequences can be like. Endless arguments, passive aggressive behaviors, the silent treatment. I don't know if you've ever been in that relationship, but boy, <laughs> that sucks. I, I I don't know if you've had the displeasure of being in that. But anyway, uh, anyway, if you're in a DD relationship, uh, spanking can be administered to make a point, establish a boundary, remain a warning for future behaviors that occur, so that, knowing that the next time it could be more severe. Right. So the 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 important the the most important, I would say, thing to understand for domestic discipline is uh, when we talk about using it as discipline itself, it's for consequences of actual behavior. It is not, there may be role playing involved, there may be fantasy components involved to kind of get you into that mindset, but it's based on actual behavior in the real world. Yeah, you know, in, maybe you've already covered this on your uh, podcast, I'm not even sure, but getting into your headspace can be very important. So um, I think, you know, our, our real world as adults puts us in a place where uh, you sometimes when you are in, a, well, when we, when me and my daddy are in a daddy boy, when we're daddy boy in our relationship after a long day of work, sometimes you need to step back, you get to step away from being two adults and being, and, and shifting gears. My daddy doesn't always want to be daddy. He just wants to be the adult who sits and turns into a couch potato in front of the TV, right? And I don't always want to be the boy. So you got sometimes you, there's there's like a whole other like podcast for you on getting yourself in your headspace. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I do think there is something to that. I would agree with you. Yes. So this also sometimes evolves um, if you're if you're into spanking and you're you, you may need to hack actually ask for spanking to be brought into a relationship. If you're a person like, like yourself, Jake, who <laughs> decides you need domestic discipline. So in your relationship, you actually asked your boyfriend to bring domestic discipline into the relationship. So what was, tell me a little bit about that. You make that sound so good. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I was much worse than that. I said, we're breaking up. I said, oh, I'm, okay. this relationship's over. I said, we have tried since, she, since he was in the Marine Corps, I was just like, we're done. And he left the Marine Corps years prior. And we had been struggling for about seven years off and on and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, Christ, this is going nowhere. And I said, you know, here's the deal. I'm leaving. We're, this is going to stop. We have tried so hard, but we're hitting that vanilla wall. And I think hopefully some of your listeners will know what vanilla is. And I don't have to explain oh, yeah. that. Yeah. But we hit a vanilla wall. And I was like, Hey, you know what? If I really needed somebody to watch television with me, I could have my maid stay late 
you know, I don't know. This is not the relationship I want. And I, you know, you're the, you know, I, I we're, we're breaking up. And he was all like, for reals? What the hell is that? And I was all like, I understand that everything's fine, but it's really not. There's an entire side of me you don't know, and this is going to, this has to stop. I can't share that with you. And he's like, I don't understand how after all these years we can't be honest with each other. And I said, because you're not, <laughs> are you ready for honest? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty weird. It was really weird. And then I said, I said, yes, okay, I'm ready for honest, but I swear to God, if you effing tell anybody, I will effing kill you. And, um, you know, we're pretty under the radar. Uh, none of our friends know. I think friends have a sense that there's something non-vanilla going on, but I don't think they know what that is or even under necessarily understand that. I do have a girlfriend who is herself non-vanilla, and so she has, a, you know, uh, she and I have been able to talk about it, but outside of that, I can't share this with any friends who I have. Uh, what's interesting, however, is that he decided he was ready. He was he was like, I want this relationship to continue. I'm willing to go into this new space. And I said, well, get ready because I'm talking about calling you somebody called daddy. Are you ready for that shit? And he said, no, but <laughs> let's find out what the hell that means. And so it involved a lot of things. We had to go through kind of spanking training and, you know, what is a non-spanking punishment? You know, he, we had to go through all sorts of shit just to, just to learn how to integrate this into a normal lifestyle so we didn't have to think about it. Because, you know, you talk about it, you implement it, and you're like, well, that was, we all knew that was coming because we talked about it. Now it's much more authentic. Okay. Now, yeah, you have like five categories of of rules or, or rule concepts that 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 if you break these rules or if you misbehave in these categories, they result in you getting uh, discipline spankings or other forms of of punishment or discipline. Can you just kind of give me a simple example of of one of those to just okay. kind of help set the stage? Okay, so for everybody who's in a vanilla relationship or only been in a vanilla relationship, this will probably ring a bell. So I'm just going to name them off real quick. One is disrespecting your partner. <clears throat> Another one would be dis being dishonest with your partner. Another one is something you may not be as familiar with, which is like disobedience with your partner. Uh, and the other two are basically potential injury to others or yourself, like driving drunk or texting while you're driving or whatever. Texting while you're driving, I believe you uh, told me that is uh, that is something that has gotten you into trouble, correct? Yeah, that that results more in punishment, actual punishment spanking. Yeah, sure. That's that's like because that's always been a problem for me. Yeah, like I'm a multitasker. So what happens? So so give me an example. You're your your partner found out that you were texting and driving so what happens well we were actually he was in chicago at the time and i was uh uh at a heading towards a lesbian wedding as one does uh and that was supposed to be a laugh line you were supposed to laugh at oh, that. sorry <laughs> yeah no, lesbian wedding really another one um hitting kidding all you lesbians i think you're great so i guess what i'm saying is so yeah there was this uh uh wedding I was headed to and we had gotten in some sort of he had gotten upset at me because I kept blowing his phone up with texts and he wasn't responding and he was with his friends in Chicago and they were busy and when he and his Marine Corps buddies get together I don't you know he gets first of all it's obviously not a very if you will gay space right, right. so he's his Marine Corps buddies so it's very different 
And so it makes it awkward, like, who the hell's doing that to your phone? You know, so I guess there's a weird conversation. I don't know what's going on on his end, but I know that it makes him uncomfortable and puts him in a situation where he's having to, like, you know, I mean, I think they know who I am. So I don't know what it is. Anyway, one way or the other, he doesn't like it. And then he, he, in the process, said, where are you? And I said, oh, I'm on my way to the wedding. He was like... But the wedding is, it, you know, and he did the, did the math and yada, yada, yada. And so we've been texting for like a good hour. So it was a good hour long drive and I was texting the whole way. And that is what got me in trouble. So, okay. So like I say, we don't really have a ton of – some people have like tons of little rules which are very controlling and weird. I think keeping it simple, okay, five, so- five simple rules makes it easier to enforce. Okay, so, so what happened when you guys ended up back together? Right. So he came back from Chicago and he sent a text that said, you know, I'm getting off work. I want you uh, in the living room on the and bring the spanking chair into the living room. I expect to see you sitting there. And this part won't sound so logical to you. So I'll just say it and just ignore it. But, you know, he's like, you know, be ready in your spanking pants, you know, ready (laughs) now. So I have a specific pair of shorts he expects me in if I'm going to be punished uh, ahead of time, which is designed, I think from his perspective to put me in my boy headspace. So it's, it's, so we step away again, I was mentioning earlier, get a step away from that adult headspace. So God only knows what I was doing that day. Right. I might've very well come in from work thinking about work. When he comes in the door, the first thing I'm going to do is launch into, you're not gonna believe what happened today. You know? And instead he was like, I don't want to hear anything out of you. I want you sitting in the chair waiting for me. And that's exactly what happened. And I had to have the windows, you know, the, the blinds open. The, he, he was like, this is just you in the living room, no special, nothing sitting there. So that, you know, I live in a city, so I guess anybody who could have walked by could have seen some boy sitting on a chair, <laughs> like, literally on the spanking chair in the living room. Right. They wouldn't know what that is, but that's how he began. And then I'm t- – you know, I, I'll be honest with you. It, it was a while ago, so I don't remember because I haven't done that since. So, <laughs> but uh, well, then it, it worked. <laughs> it sure did. I, you know, that is probably one of your questions, which is, does this stuff really work? Um, I will say that breaking a rule is pretty serious for us. Okay, so that if I'd done that, this result results in a pretty lengthy discipline session i guess you'd call it mm-hmm. so it's not s m we don't do that we've never really been into that and he hates the he's just not into it. he doesn't like identifying that way and i don't i've never identified that way so he walks um has keys to the house so of course he just walks in i'm i'm sitting there in the living room which is on the other side of the house he walks in he closes the door he get i think he's busy getting himself in his own mind headspace because he's going to be daddy now and that's what's and he has to focus on that. And he has told me, I will be honest with you, and he's written on the blog, actually, for those of you who follow the blog, that being daddy is harder for him than it sounds. I mean, it sounds like you're just going to, like, you know, hit a bottom and it'll be great. You know, that's not what he does and not how he experiences this. So he comes in and he begins by scolding and talking and talking about this specific example. And he pulls up the phone. He pulled out his phone and starts showing it to me. And I look at the phone, but I don't look at him. And he's like, he makes me look him in the eye. And the process by which he makes me look him in the eye is actually really daunting. Uh-huh. It's different. It's not, it shifts the, 
it shifts the power dynamic. I, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, I think it just changes you from being an adult, two equal adults, to you've done something wrong, you're going to be punished for it. And it, it shifts... Being able to do that with somebody who's an adult, I think, is harder than it sounds. And he does a really good job. I mean, he's a great daddy because I understand when I'm being punished that there is consequences that I'm uh, – and we might come to this later. The issue of consent is different, right? So suddenly, you know, where's the, where the, where's the line there, right? You're not really in a line to go, you know, I'm, I'm out of this, you know, <laughs> and just walk out. We're in a place where it's like he's showing you that you violated the rules. We had an agreement. These are the rules. You broke the rules. Walk me through these texts. And so I had he would he made me walk him through me through those texts. He then, I believe he. I mean, I don't I don't want to be make people uncomfortable, but I think he slapped my face and I think he told me to get out of the chair and get over his knee. And then I think I refused to get over his knee. As oh. I, as, yeah. So I I was kind of like I didn't want to. I don't willingly get spanked, so I, I'm kind of. Uh, it becomes a bit of a tug of war, and he will haul me over his knee usually because he's trying to pull me, because I'm has I'm pretty resistant. Um, because as much as I love him and trust him, I do not like getting my bottom spanked, and so obviously that sounds counterintuitive, and I'm going to leave that to your discretion. But then he really hand spanks for quite some time first and when it's a punishment spanking he will shift so i will get put in the corner and he gets very um, i don't know for lack of a better word and i think i mentioned this to you earlier militaristic about like you do things precisely his way or he will <laughs> he will do these stress positions he'll he'll push your nose in the, into the wall he'll there's a whole bunch of stuff he'll do that I, I don't know if it's worth going into. Uh, I'm happy to do so. You you ask me if you want to hear more. But ultimately, if I don't do corner time right, I will get spanked harder. I will get paddled. And, if, and then ultimately that night, I got caned really hard. So he uses the cane as uh, – I mean paddling is bad enough. But if you get paddled – if you get a paddling, then you're in real trouble. But if you get a caning – it's serious discipline time, and you'll get left with a sore mark on your behind for a week. He's pretty serious about it. Right. Yeah, and so so when you describe all this, when you talked about how you, you didn't really want to be spanked, and that's kind of an interesting yeah, um, yeah, sort, of, yeah, yeah. sort of – Yeah, sort of – Go on. Go on. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Yeah, interesting sort of dynamic. That was actually one of the questions we got and something that you also mentioned is like, how does uh, someone asked me, you know, to ask you, how does consent work in that scenario? If it is discipline, it seems like consent may be different. So he's interested in how it works in practice. This is in a situation where if you're agreeing to domestic discipline, then you broke the rules. It does not. He does not care whether or not you're in the mood to be spanked. Yes, right. Ex yes, that's totally true. I mean, ultimately, this is not a just met you online and you're coming over thing. Okay, that's just a spanking or a caning or a belting or a strap. That's very different than DD. I would argue that DD can only happens in the can only really happen in the context of a relationship or a regular partner, somebody who's a regular visitor or a regular partner in your life. It hap I know I know couples who use this um, that are in a more vanilla relationship, and then they have external relationships with other boys, and those boys are brought in for domestic discipline. So they'll be punished in front of a friend, you know, a partner. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, 
those those are different dynamics and iterations of DD. For me, and let me just I should just speak about myself. DD is something that is nested in the relationship of, of a healthy dub subdominant relationship. It doesn't switch for us. I don't become a dom and he becomes a sub. I mean, it's just he's always been a dom in the relationship. And for lack of a better word, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's. Um, since we we keep talking about him as the daddy and use the boy, and we really haven't explained that a whole lot. Let's talk about the basic concept of the daddy boy or the dad boy, however you want to describe it, the fantasy and idea, basic ideas of age play. Because, like, for people who, for me, the, the, probably the it's is it age play and daddy boy relationship kind of fantasies are very very common part for a lot of guys <laughs> in this a lot of guys in the spanking. But yeah. it's yeah. it's not it's completely alien to me, and it's kind of funny. It's, it's such a it's such a dominant fantasy that I have no relationship to. So, and a lot of other people don't as well. But for for those folks, what what do we mean when we talk about these fantasies? Let me try to simplify it. For me, age play is really fun. Okay, so like it is a blast. I love getting to be a boy. I get to be boyful and playful and. Uh, I mean, there are consequences. Boys have to deal with consequences. Like for me, it's a purely play space for an, as an adult. I can, it can mean daddy boy play, or it can mean schoolmaster schoolboy play when I'm and I'm in England, or it can be uh, beyond age play. It could be, you know, like cop and criminal. It could be warden and prisoner. Age play. I think anybody who's ever been involved in power exchange work develops. Um, a, a method that works for them. And it, this is something that, you know, I'm sure Castro street clones discovered that in the 1960s and seventies. And <laughs> some, somehow it lives on bad okay. daddy boy relationships are different uh, for me. For me, they're different. Okay. And, and what does it mean then? I gosh, how, where can I begin here within a domestic relationship? Daddy is an extension of, me when I'm in my boy headspace. So when I'm a boy, my partner shifts from being my partner to being my daddy. Okay. Um, it can be uh, <clears throat> that I'm no longer the grown-up and daddy's I'm daddy's boy and daddy does all sorts of great things to help me feel like his little guy. This can be very um, affectionate. It can just be affectionate, fun time to go out, go to the movies, go to the theme park, go to the zoo. doesn't have to be any spanking at all. It's um, a headspace to play and live in. There are other similarities to different types of dads, um, however, that also spank and spank hard. And I think that, that that actually is where a lot of my readers are. I think a lot of my readers dig the whole daddies who are not only affectionate and playful, but also disciplining uh, severely with consequences for reasons. And if not for reasons, at least for uh, something that approximates an adult age space so that you can say daddy without it being creepy. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's sort of where I, I think <laughs> that's where the division lies for me. Okay. Yeah. So you're, so you're kind of putting yourself in the space of, of being the boy and giving it's, it's the fantasy that you use to create, to make the power exchange happen. Yeah, and that's part of consent, right? So, like, the reason why I don't have to, like, consent to being spanked when it's when I'm not in the mood is because you never get into that relationship. 
Now remember, this isn't just a hookup. This is a relationship. So it's you didn't get into that relationship without already consenting for discipline to be a part of it. Should your behavior fail to meet, you know, certain expectations. So you already know going in that when Daddy decides to implement discipline, you have already agreed to consent. So it creates a it's a complicated it's a different dynamic. It's okay. fundamentally different than a vanilla relationship. Yeah. Um. So. Someone who uh, messaged me about these kinds of, of fantasies and, and daddy boy, uh, daddy boy or uh, stuff said, uh, who's he's actually a straight guy with a long interest in spanking, and um, uh, for him, he said submitting to a spanking is about revisiting childhood discipline and being made accountable as an adult for failings and misgivings as they would have been made accountable as kids. Uh, for him. Uh, and this is going to be relevant to to you uh, to kind of show how things are can vary between people, even if they have the same kinds of fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, for him, it's a little different. He says he had a poor relationship with his dad growing up, but although he was always present in home, he took a little interest in his kids and was always out with his friends and never spanked or disciplined him or his brothers. Um, as adult into spanking, his interest is being disciplined, always centers around, centers around much older guys who would realistically be his father and have realistically realistic dad-son interactions and role-playing. And then the more realistic and authentic a session is, the more he uh, the more he gets off on it. So, but that, you know, that's how he interacts with his fantasy. And I know that for you, it's very different from that. First of all, I believe your daddy is actually younger than you yeah and by eight years yeah sure. yeah Absolutely. and yeah. you did and you are not looking to recreate um you know or not rather trying to recover a childhood experience that didn't happen correct yeah you know that doesn't even cross my mind that's not to say that it's not a valid thing for others who's who it does cross their mind i mean people write to me about that all the time i think it's a i think you like any uh emotional continuum you kind of meet it at the along the continuum where you're ready to join yeah and i think i mean i think it's important just kind of note that that within the spanking community people kind of want to tend to assume that you're interested in spanking is based on x and that's universal you know like if you Mm -hmm. were spanked as a kid if you weren't spanked as a kid if you were abused as a kid if you weren't you know this sort of like Mm -hmm. if you're into the daddy boy thing it must be because either you know your daddy your dad spanked you as a lot and you want to recreate that or your dad didn't spank you a lot and you want to recreate it. and that's just really not how it works that's not how the fetish works the fantasy whatever fantasy everyone has it varies from person to person even if it's about similar things it's about as you have said and i have said and as it's about getting yourself into a certain headspace yeah and i think any psychologist would probably tell you that if you're getting into something because of a childhood trauma, talk to an analyst first. Do not get involved in a daddy-boy relationship. And the best solution is <laughs> definitely not leap into something like this if you think you might have daddy issues. Don't don't get involved in a daddy-boy relationship if you have daddy issues. Get involved in one because it's it's soul-satisfying and it changes your uh, – your mm, adequate vanilla relationships into something bold and powerful and wonderful. I think that that's been the change for me. And it's a big piece of why I started um, writing the blog. I started writing the blog because I really wanted to make a change in my life. You know, prior to actually breaking up with daddy, I said, 
you know, I got to start, I'm going to start writing this thing. So I started writing the blog and I started hearing from people all over the world who were having not dissimilar problems. And, and, you know, I, they, people challenged me. They were like, you should tell your dad, your boyfriend, tell your boyfriend you want him to be daddy, not just a boyfriend, not just some lame old vanilla boyfriend so that you keep sneaking around him and trying to find a daddy on the side. It was great advice, frankly. And it's not because I had daddy issues. It's because I had relationship issues. <laughs> so, sorry, that might be way too candid. I should be, you know, this is corner time confidential. I shouldn't, this is too honest. I should, I should be like, it was really sexy and fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I hear. Part of it was just real. You know? Yeah, I hear, I hear frequently. In fact, people have contacted me, you know, here who are looking for, domestic discipline style spankings and it's not really my thing and so it's kind of like it's difficult for me to approach that and uh, and again you know they just want to someone wants to come to me and get spanked for a real world issue and i can do that but it feels to me it, I, i'm not sure if it's valuable for them to me it feels weird to do that as a top because we don't have a connection so it's like I'm just sure. uh, yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm providing yeah. a service, you know. Yeah. So when it's like, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of, you know, one of the things that I, I I'm not I haven't conveyed yet, and I do I want to share with you and your listeners the joy of this life. I have so much more fun as a boy than uh, I than I ever did as a partner, bickering and passive aggressively trying to get around my my boyfriends. And trying to have these unhealthy behaviors and end up integrating them in the relationship against my own will simply because there was no other outlet. I couldn't, you know, I, there was no way I was just going to be dishonest. I was just going to lie. And so I, instead of saying, hey, I lied, I'm, you know, I want to be honest and out there forthright about it, I would just lie. Why do people do that? Because they don't want the confrontation. I was like, God dang it. I just want to have a fun life. This is so adult. Jesus, how boring. <laughs> God, you guys. You know, like a big part about being a boy is I got to be – I got to have so much more fun and joy and people remark on that. And I don't just mean people in the scene. I mean people I work with are like, God, you, you just – you're so youthful. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not that old. Why are you saying that? <laughs> you know? But they see me as, you know, I guess a little more – I'm a little more – knowledgeable because I did what I heard, what I was told that Jimi Hendrix always said, which is, you know, experience it. Don't, what was the Rocky horror picture show thing? Oh, like, uh, don't, don't, don't live it, be it. Something I don't forget. Don't, uh, there's an expression from Rocky horror picture show that Frankenfurter sings at the end of the, yeah, you, I think it's don't dream it, be it. Don't dream it, be it. You know, fuck it. How long do you have on this effing earth to like, just wish that you've been able to, you know, explore as a boy because so many of us get told to grow up fast. Like, F that. I didn't want that. And I did it. Okay. Did it. Didn't have a choice. I have to pay my own mortgage. Yada, yada, yada. But ultimately, I love that I can be in daddy's arms and our whole world changes. It shifts. That shift is exciting. And sometimes that shift becomes sexually exciting. And sometimes that shift becomes exciting in a discipline sense. And spanking can become incredibly fulfilling for the two of us because we're already – the consent was already discussed way before we ever got into it, and now we're just living. And we're living in a way that's dynamic for us. It, it's very dynamic for us. I think if you even asked him, he would say the same. I, I, I'll speak for him. <laughs> so. 
So, well, first of all, do you ever? I mean, you heard you heard the brat episode where I talked about the joy of being a brat, and as someone, you know, and, and explaining this was actually a separate concept outside of age play that it didn't necessarily mean acting like a kid. It was just reinforcing, you know, doing sort of behavior to encourage the top to smack you around. Right. Um, right. Do you do you ever behave? You know, mo- we talk about the domestic discipline as stuff for being for for actual. Uh, misbehavior yeah. well, do you I mean, do you yeah. brat around in order to, for the purpose of getting spanked as well it doesn't work he won't do that he doesn't like <laughs> being provoked in fact i will get spanked for provoking and he'll be like if you provoke me to do this i will spank you but then we're going to have a talk about how this is against the dynamics of a relationship you ah, okay not to intentionally provoke a spanking I told you that from the beginning. We've had some pretty hard those – are, those are hard conversations because he doesn't like a brat. I'm expected to behave a certain way, speak to him a certain way. And the second I start being a brat in a – if we're out with my friends and I like behave in a bratty way, I can get really – I can get a real whipping <laughs> because <laughs> he is really – that sets him off. He's just different. He's from the south and he's not a – He's a southerner. He doesn't think the same way, you know. He's not an urban person mentally. It's interesting. It's an interesting difference. It's just a dynamic based on who he is. It's not for everybody, but um, yeah, being a brat doesn't seem to work. <laughs> I I kind of thought it would be necessary, right? Um, but over time, you know, I think given that I'm getting spanked, you know, a lot of the behavior breaking these big rules, you know is one reason for a spanking. But we do do what I think I mentioned to you offline as a maintenance spanking. So there are maintenance right. spankings to keep the, the, if you will, dom-sub relationship clear um, so that we don't just become vanilla boyfriends again. Um, so there's, you know, I'm, I'm spanked one to one to two times a month. And, okay, that was going to be my next question was how oh, often I'm, you get I'm spanked. Getting off, so I'm getting off track. I'm sorry. Apologies. No, 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 no. That's perfectly fine. But uh, so, so that was that was where we were going to go anyway. How? So you get spanked once or twice a month? Uh, yeah, sometimes I've, I've actually – I've been spanked three weeks in a row um, depending on the behavior. But usually it's uh, maintenance spanking plus, you know, then he's just monitoring – you know how the relationship's going and if the spanking's necessary or not. Sometimes it doesn't result in a spanking. Sometimes it'll just be corner time and writing lines. Other times it'll be um, a talking to. Uh, you know, so we have a bunch of different things. I've been, I get, uh, he scolds me in public more than he ever did before. I've noticed that I get in trouble when we're out with friends. Um, if we're out with friends and I get, I want to say mouthy, but I guess it's mouthy, right? He has pulled me aside with friends right present, and he's pulled me aside and reprimanded me. I've never seen anything like it. I thought he will never do that, but that he actually will do. And he won't spank me in front of them because they don't have <laughs> spanking. But, but I think if he could, he would. He just doesn't do that. Okay. So how varied are the intensity levels you know, of, of punishments? Um, you know, are, yeah. Good questions. Good questions. Um, they vary wildly. I think a maintenance spanking can result in something no more than a hand spanking. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, it's Thursday, I'm coming over, you'll be spanked, I want you in the spanking room, we're going to take care of business, get in your spanking pants, and um, uh, you're making me dinner, and we're doing this, right? And so here's what we're doing. 
other times it's like me and I'm like, well, you know, it's Thursday and you and I haven't really addressed this in a while. What are we going to do? Uh, and he's like, fine. That's because there's been no infractions, like no rule breaking, no problems particularly. Other times there's a problem that arises. So like one, one time I would, an example would be I basically blew up, blew him off. Right. So we, I was, I told him we would get together that night. We were going to, I was, you know, he was going to come over. We'd make dinner. We we're going to go up. We we're going to grill. It was going to be great. Anyway, I got drunk with my friend Brandon instead and that didn't go so well. So anyway, I kept texting him, kind of lead, stringing him along all night saying, yeah, yeah, Brandon's going to leave soon. Brandon's going to leave soon. It's no big deal. No big deal. Anyway, he didn't leave soon and I didn't push him away and, <laughs> and I didn't say, oh, by the way, daddy and I have plans. Uh, I canceled on Daddy around, I guess, 10 o'clock, and Daddy kept all those texts. And then on uh, punishment, on, I don't remember what day it was, but he set up a day when I would be punished when he would come over because we don't – oh, by the way, we don't live together. Um, right. So he set up a time to come over and carry – administer a spanking, and he – we walk through the texts. He's, you know, this is what you sent me at this hour. This is what you sent me. What did you think when you sent this? You know, why did you send it this hour? This is just disrespectful. You, I had my whole night shot because of this. Blah blah blah. We walk through the whole thing, and I had to explain. And you know, it's one thing to be apologetic. It's another thing to be apologetic when you're crying because your bottom's red. <laughs> uh, so he was. So he resorted to spanking really um, extensively that time, and he. You know, hauled me over his knee and uh, told me to uh, get him the punishment chair. Sometimes I have to carry the punishment chair to wherever he wants to spank me in the house. And um, sometimes it's, you know, the windows are open, the blinds are open. It's really a little alarming uh, sometimes. And, you know, that's that's sort of just something that we've I've had to get used to. And we live in the city, so there can be noise when he decides to paddle instead of use a cane. But um, I've just learned that that. That's part of the consent that we've agreed to, and I'm okay with it now. Um, I was a little freaked out initially, but anyway, um, <laughs> I can go into a lot more detail if you want. Well, I mean that's something interesting that that something people should think about if they're considering whether they want domestic discipline. I mentioned this when I was talking about the bully fantasies, you know. Uh, in episode nine and then the whooping fantasy in episode 10, mm -hmm. both yeah. of these are just different ways of getting yourself into the headspace of giving up consent. And they could be a little bit scary, um, especially the first time. You so, to, yeah, you need to, again, especially a whooping. I think you need to make your whooping episode. I thought was very good. I thought it really spoke to me. I, I was like, yeah, sometimes you're putting yourself in a situation. Like if I break the rules to a certain extent, that it can go there. It can go that far. I mean, thirty switches with a cane, you know, paddled until I'm, you know, sore as hell, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, in the corner sobbing, you know, for long periods. And like, you know, I've been in the corner for as long as twenty minutes, you know. I mean, he thirty minutes. I I get spanked a lot repeatedly over Cross's lap in the corner, paddle for crying too much, you know, uh, paddle for not obeying during spankings. So like, if he's like. If I if I squirm too much, if I'm you know kicking and screaming and blah 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 blah, there's all sorts of things that come into that. And so when you're in the middle of it, there's no room for consent there. You know the consent had to come ahead of time. And I think with a whooping, I would assume, and certainly based on the episode I heard you guys talk about, there's something similar there. It's not yeah. the same, not the same, but similar. No, right? Yeah, it is giving up. You know, going into that environment knowing what was going. Well, in my case, knowing that you know. 
that I was really, really, truly giving up control. Because really, um, in a lot of more casual spanking play, the bottom really doesn't, you know, and it's from my experiences at Moonburn, which is, you know, tends to be pretty casual, even at, you know, places like Camp Red Tails where you're playing with lots of guys. Sure. Um, everyone's yeah. really kind of conscientious about people's limits because, you know, it's um, uh, because people want to, you know, play with multiple people typically. Yeah, you don't want to get paddled out at Camp Red Tails. You can't yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you just you know you get paddled out the first, and that was what uh, what Sydney said from his first experience at Camp mm-hmm. Rentals. He got into it way too much on his first day, and and then there was there are extra that, days. That'll happen. Yeah. In fact, that happened actually. Um, uh, the bully uh, who people know from the earlier podcast, he was in town, uh, and so we played again. And oh, I got I got I got another whooping. Um, good. Good. When was this? This was just yeah. It was at the start of the month. It was actually literally a year between mm-hmm. the last time I played with them. So we went hardcore. We had four, we had three sessions at Moonburn and then one, two days later, two days later. And I had bruises that last, I had a, a, a mark in the center of my left cheek that lasted a week. So mm-hmm. it was, what, it was, what was he using? Was he using a belt um, or a buckle? Um, <laughs> what uh, got the mark for a week? Um, a, or a, yeah, cane, that, a stick? It was it was my own fault. It was the uh, bully. It was the bully paddle that I had made for him, and gave to him. To well, yeah, me. okay. <laughs> it was it was a little. It was heavy, and so it was. Just, well, what happened? He had already torn up my. He had a he had a long sort of sort of semi lightweight frat sized paddle, that was oh, actually yeah. that used to be used in Texas schools apparently. Cool. Um, so, well, when you use that, of course, if you use those big paddles and you do, you know, and you do some pretty intense swings, they're going to wreck your right, you know, if the guy is right-handed, it wrecks your right cheek. And I'm sure you know all of that sure. about how that... So he was using the smaller paddle, the bully paddle, on my left cheek, and he was just wailing on it because the right cheek he had, he had, he had bruised the heck out of with the other paddles. So, so, but it was, I was able to let go, but it was, yeah, you have to be willing to let go to do that. And I'm glad I did, but it's not for everyone. You know, I think the intensity levels of punishment um, are important because – and you can build up to that as partners if you know the guy and you develop it over time. Whether it's somebody you meet at Moonburn or at a spank party or at Boys and Sirs in London, they do this as well. There's some boys who know certain headmasters will um, cane them more severely than other headmasters who are just kind of playing at it. And there's different experience levels, right? Some 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 daddies or, if you will, doms are less experienced than others. They don't know how to build up. They don't know how to extend the experience. I mean, one of the most important things from my perspective, especially for daddy and I, is if we're going to have punishment, that it is a lengthy experience that is remembered, right? It's not just a whack, whack, whack and move on. Because I don't think that's ever worked, frankly. We've tried that, and he has tried. He has done a short, sharp, sharp shock spanking before. And that, that was effective. I remember that incident, but we've never really revisited that. He, he's gone more towards spanking, and then it, you know I have to write lines and explain. Uh, you know, I'll write a very specific phrase that he wants to remember over and over again, like, you know, not that this is what he would say exactly, but something like, don't blow off daddy when we have plans, that sort of thing. Or um, I had to write a whole punishment report for the blog I had to write he said I want the, you know you I want you to write it I want you to publish it and I want you to show me it before it goes up so I had to explain to him from my perspective what had happened and show him that I'd learned my lesson and 
it was interesting because I thought, oh, that's actually getting beyond this banking, right? Right. Because it's not just corporal punishment is awesome in in its effectiveness, but you know when it becomes just play, then it's not really a domestic discipline relationship anymore. It's just play. And it could be anything. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not judging that at all. I'm just saying, you know, for us, we're having a DD relationship, and I want it to be meaningful. Right. Yeah, so let's um, – to kind of bring this podcast towards an ending sort of, let's talk a little bit about the whole – about age play a little bit more. And, you know, who who are you as as a boy? And, you know, how does this – Mm-hmm. How yeah. does this yeah, age play? That. You know, how does this age play kind of intersect with with spanking? And you know, it's also important for readers or for readers. Oh, why do I keep saying readers? It's also important for listeners to understand that age play is kind of its own thing. It's its own fantasy, and while it may intersect with spanking, it doesn't have to. So, kind of talk about all of that a little bit. Well, why don't you tell me? I mean, do you think that's sort of like cosplay? Those people who dress up like superheroes and stuff—is that the same sort of thing? Well, that's what I mean. I've seen. I I have very little experience, so I mean, there is a mindset, but there is, you know, it, is is there a costume component to it? Yeah, you know, there can be. There is for me, you know, like I mentioned earlier, if I get a spanking, I have to be in my spanking pants, right? So, daddy, daddy expects me dressed a certain way. I'm I'm not supposed to be dressed like a grown up in my regular street clothes. I'm not allowed. That's that's not allowed. And I think that's because it's hard for him visually or headspace wise. When, I'm extrapolating. I don't know this. He's never admitted this. I could be making this entirely up because if daddy's listening to this, I want him to know that I don't know this. But um, <laughs> I do think that it's possible that if he sees me dressed up in my regular work clothes, he can't spank me. He just can't bring – he doesn't – like visually, he can't make it work. Okay. But if I'm dressed like a little boy, I'm in my little ball cap and I'm in my little boy underpants and I'm in my little boy shorts and – Usually uh, I have superhero shirts, I have little kid shirts, I have striped socks and my little uh, Vans shoes. And, you know, like I dress a certain way because that's what I'm expected to do when I'm the boy. And I love it. It helps put me in my headspace. I can I can be coloring. I can be watching movies. We can be playing. We can be gaming on the on the um, console. We, I mean, it's great. We, we can do all of those things as daddy and boy without the spanking at all. But we can also – we're also in a daddy-boy space, right? So if we're home um, and we're eating dinner and I do something during dinner, he can send me to the corner if something's unacceptable, which has happened before. Mm. You know, um, <clears throat> so there's a, it's age play. That's age play in real time in a relationship. Uh, we don't do it to get in a headspace at that point. That point is with the whole night we're going to be doing that. So, you know, on a given night like that, when we have what I call daddy boy night, we just sort of, um, he'll come over, we'll do dinner, watch TV. He'll send me to the bathroom. He'll be like, go brush your teeth. It's time for bed. And I go brush my teeth. It's time for bed. <clears throat> and then he'll dress me for bed or undress me as it were, you know, cause I'm assuming presumably already dressed in something. He'll get me out of my clothes. He'll put me in clean underpants and then just put me to bed or put me in PJs or whatever he wants me in for bed. He'll tuck me into bed. He'll turn out the lights. He'll turn on the alarm in the house and then he'll walk out. And so all of that, if you were to argue, you know, look at it objectively, I'd call that age play. Right. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, that sounds like age play to me. Yep. Sounds, that sounds like a pretty good example of age play. Now, but you also um... – 
you know, he'll bathe me. If I'll, I'll be in the bathtub. If he, oh. if he draws the bath, I'll get in the bathtub, and then he'll come over and start – he'll wash all, all my parts and everything. It's really cool. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, and so you – yeah, and like like you're describing, a lot of that actually has nothing to do with spanking itself. So, so it is its own fantasy with other components to it. And, of course, that happens a lot with a, a lot of other fantasies that intersect with spanking, but, um, you know – yeah, it depends on the night, and depends yeah. on what I've done. It depends on what I've done, what the night is. If we had to have to address something that happened earlier, you know, like misbehavior, those sort of things, it can be a daddy boy night, but there will be a spanking involved, and you'll get sent to bed early, you'll get paddled really hard, or you'll get caned, or you, or it'll just be hand spanking because it's maintenance spanking night or whatever. Those things can all happen too, but we have completely separate nights or days where he'll take me to the zoo or whatever. Cause you know, we have a zoo here, so it's kind of cool that we can just walk to the zoo. He'll walk me to the zoo and I'll be his little boy for the day. It's kind of fun. Okay. I mean, and, I, I totally love it anyway. So, and he loves it. So, and you're kind of working on some sort of boys play thing with other guys like you who like to do that. Boy boys. Age yeah. Other boys. I, I, you know, my daddy doesn't, he's very, daddy doesn't really like me with other daddies. <laughs> So, I'm just going to say he's a jealous person. Uh, uh, but he's not listening to that, and you've edited that out, so I know he didn't hear that. Um, so, yeah, he has a problem with the idea that there might be other daddies who get to be daddy with me. Like, they're definitely not allowed to read to me or watch over me while I'm, I'm playing or watching or gaming on, TV, on, on the TV or anything like that. That is not acceptable. Um, but... Yeah, other boys. Yes, I'm involved with other boys. We have a thing called the Corner Time Crew for boys who are into the Corner Time Confidential blog. Uh, I've run into a couple of other bloggers and other people generally who are really into just the story of how all, all of us are living our boy lives. And it's because uh, we want it to be more than just because if it's just spanking, then it, which is great. It's dudes spanking dudes, and I love right. that because I love your podcast, and I also love that there can be more than that because um, I want both. And so do they. And so do they. So we talk about it. We email back and forth to one another. We have, we're creating our own logo for our, that we put on our shirts and our underpants and our socks. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> and we have like, so we support each other on game days. So like one of us, a guy called baby J, he, um, he went for an interview the other day and baby J, uh, every, all of us agreed, including baby J that we would wear our Connor time crew underpants and uh, white uh, T-shirts that that are Corner Time Crew T-shirts. While he went in for his interview in in, in solidarity, so he get he could get his promotion. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Did it work? We're, we're still waiting to hear if they got the promotion. Oh, they, okay. haven't, they haven't decided yet. That just happened on Thursday, so we're real excited. So, <laughs> but I know it sounds completely ridiculous because if you're objective in an adult, it's ridiculous. But if you're a, like I'm an eight to twelve year old boy, it's totally great. And yeah, but- the other. The other boys in the group have age ranges too. Like uh, Andy, An- Andy is Xander is seven to ten. Uh, Brett is I think he identifies as five to eight, and then Baby J doesn't really. He has a much broader range. He goes from because he'll actually his daddy puts him in diapers, so he'll be a diaper boy when his daddy with his with his daddy, and when he's not, he's a teenager. So he runs the gamut. Okay, yeah. So that's very very interesting. So. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it interesting or just weird? I don't like <laughs> weird for people because it's actually a lot of fun, and we're super cool. You should be one of us. <clears throat> <laughs> no, I'm not going to judge it as weird. I'm, I've, I've made it a I've made it a huge point on the podcast to say that everything 
is is permissible in fantasy and part of the fantasy is putting is is figuring out ways for you to um find find opportunities in the real world to to get yourself in a headspace where you're enjoying your various fetishes right you know totally yeah and if you can't if you can't explore it for real then it's just an idea and i think when it's just an idea can be unsatisfying I don't want to live this life unsatisfied. I want to be satisfied. Yeah. Yep. And so with that, um, I think we'll wrap up this episode of the podcast. I want to thank Jake for being here. Um, yep. 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 Reminder, his, his podcast – or podcast, his blog. <laughs> his blog is, is Corner Time Confidential. It's at either cornertimeconfidential.blogspot.com or cornertimeconfidential.wordpress.com. It's, how long has it been around? Yeah, you know, funny you ask. I was just thinking that. Gosh, I started this thing in, I want to say, April of 2012. So we're, we're past year five now. Yeah, a lot of stuff about spanking, a lot of stuff about age play, things like, you know, if you're if you're into underpants, mm-hmm. uh, mouth, I was just kind of glancing at it to say mouth instructions. You have a, a blog post up there towards the top now about instructions for mouth soaping. Uh, and that sort of thing. Yeah, I shouldn't. I, I don't want any daddies to turn into that because <laughs> that's really that's a that's an ex- interesting experience. If you ever do anything on that, give me a call. It's actually it's, a, it's an alarming experience. Well, <laughs> boss man has threatened boss man. Even though I don't do age play, even though I'm I'm not in age play with with boss man, and boss man is not into age play as as a dom. He does mouth soaping, and he's warned me about it. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm pretty sure eventually I'm going to experience. And he says, although the way I do it, it's like getting waterboarded. So I'm yeah, yeah. not there's, exactly sure what's going yeah, to happen. Yeah, there's an element of that. If it's done properly, you can. It, it's a little shocking. It'll shock you into obedience, I'll tell you. <laughs> He's already threatened it. Uh, threatened me when um, when he inter- when um, I mentioned in the previous podcast, I, I finally took the bath brush for the first time. And um, yeah, it, the breath brush and soap seem to go together. Yeah, so he was beating me with it, and he, but he wouldn't let me. He, I'm always trying to look and see what's going on. Very much in my nature, he wouldn't let me um, see what it was. And I was trying to figure out. At first, I thought it was Lexan because it was that intense, but oh, it wasn't like. Uh-huh. Then I finally went, "Oh shit, it's the bath brush!" And he's like, <laughs> "Oh, he's like, watch your mouth." Yeah. And um, and of course we're not doing age play, but it's just like an uh, an opportunity for him to be dominant. Um, well, I think you can. Yeah, these things are completely malleable. Use them yeah. where they apply in your life. It'll make yeah. your life so much better. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. And so with that, let's bring this episode to a close. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, oh, I. Yeah. Thanks can, for listening, can, everyone. Yeah, you can contact Jake through through the blog uh, through his blog. You can contact me, Red Spanks uh, Scott, on uh, Spank This Hookups as Red SPK Scott, on Recon as Red Spank Scott, on Scruff as Red Spank Scott, on Waps as Red Spank Scott, and on Tumblr as Red Spank Scott. So. Yeah, you're good. You're really consistent. That's- <laughs> so if you have any questions, issues, things you'd like to bring us to bring up on the podcast, hit me up. And uh, thank you for listening. Wait, that was no pun intended, right? Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs>